Welcome back to the Corona Cup Battle of the Bands. We are settling down for our first actual contest here. Of course, our first true episode, if you will, came out last Sunday, the Selection Sunday special. And now we're getting into the real meat and potatoes, if you will, of this whole ordeal. Here we have our first preliminary matchup, as we've talked about before. The preliminary matchups, uh, there are four of them to determine the albums that will advance into the next round, uh, which is termed the first round. Does it totally make sense depending on how you count, but it works for March Madness, so it works for me. Um, and so here we are in the preliminary round, and our uh, round today pits the 1968 double album from the Jimi Hendrix Experience, that is Electric Ladyland, against the 1991 debut of the Grunge Rock Masters Pearl Jam, their album 10. I am joined today by the same panel that brought you the Selection Sunday special. That is Gabe Soul, Leanne Cash, Emma Ross, and Charles Allen. Everybody in? Yep. yep. Perfect. All right. Um, so I guess the way we're going to do this, we're going to start uh, just kind of break these albums down a little bit, see what we make of them, and go from there. Um, so first off, uh, Pearl Jam, the album 10. Uh, as luck would have it, it just sort of turned out that our first contest featured two really, really long albums. Um, 10 is about 53 minutes long. Electric Ladyland is like 75 minutes long. Um, so two hefty, hefty albums here. Um, so we'll start off with, uh, I guess we'll just begin with some initial thoughts and feelings from you guys. Um, feel free to jump in, try not to talk over each other. I was more familiar with Hendrix than I was with Pearl Jam. I think after hearing some of the Pearl Jam songs, I realized that I recognized the voice and I probably know more by them than I thought I did. Um, right. They're both impressive guitarists. I mean, Hendrix is Hendrix. He's going to catch all of his own, but uh, I guess that was really from Pearl Jam. Again, because I didn't, I wasn't super familiar with who they were. At least I didn't think I was. Uh, right. Both were both were enjoyable. Um, I mean, neither of them are bands that I'm super, super into, but I like them both. Anybody else? Well, like Emma said, I was more of a Jimi Hendrix uh, fan growing up, but... <coughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, God. Well. <laughs> Don't die. I know. That time <laughs> Don't get, get the virus. Allergies versus coronavirus. Um, it's getting them. Right. Yep. Yeah, be careful if you're walking around in the world today. They might just freak out on you. Yep. Um, but, yeah, no. As I was saying, I always kind of grew up as more of a Jimi Hendrix fan than a Pearl Jam fan. But I've kind of, as I've gotten older, learned to appreciate music differently. So maybe my perspective might change if I gave the, the Pearl Jam album more of a chance. I'm not – I'm intrigued. Um, Charles or Leanne, anything you want to add before we uh, break it down a little further? I'm definitely typically more of a classic rock type of guy than I am of a, of a grunge or more heavy sounding stuff. I, I'm not pretending to be unbiased. I certainly am much more of a, a Jimi Hendrix type of guy. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think that's sort of in the nature of, of these things. Um, also, we have, you know, the 
one of these albums I think is certainly more um, lauded and receives more mainstream circulation than the other, um, which is uh, to be the case, I'm sure various points through this whole ordeal. Um, So I checked out the Pearl Jam album first this morning. um, And what I found more or less is that I, um, as Emma kind of touched on this, there's a lot of songs on there that you maybe don't realize, you know, um, I was aware of a lot of them anyway, but yeah, a lot of stuff you maybe don't realize, you know, um, and then, you know, the, the, the biggest issue that I found with, uh, with 10, I thought it was a good album, but I thought it kind of tapered off. Yeah. I thought the first four or five songs on the album were good. And I think once it passed uh, Jeremy, it just kind of fell apart. Like Jeremy being one of, I guess, the big, uh, big singles, big hits off the album. I think it was track six. And then uh, from there, the other five or six are just kind of relatively unimportant, unexciting, um, just kind of more of the same. And I think that it, I think, um, I think long albums are often um, to their own detriment. I I am of the opinion that if it's longer, it needs to be better to uphold that. I think simply because you have more tracks doesn't uh, merit you. um, It doesn't do anything for you if they're not up to snuff. It's very easy to like lose steam the longer Mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. And, and it, can feel like filler. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I, I think the, um, and part of it too, I mean, 10 came out in 1991, uh, at which time CDs were all the rage. They had been for some time. Vinyl had kind of started to go away. So you had the opportunity for artists to produce um, longer albums without incurring additional production costs right uh electric ladyland in 68 it's a double album i mean the cost of producing it is higher than it is for pearl jam in 91 um so it allowed a lot of artists to get very lengthy and i mean nowadays more than ever now that it's all digital you almost in theory could have as long of an album as you could come up with but yeah, no. Yeah, it felt like a lot of yeah. yeah. filler. I think it was uh, about half. Yeah, the- I think it was kind of uh, started to lose steam, and it was it didn't nothing jumped out at me as as particularly special there. Um, thoughts or seems like trying to get a number. Of yeah, tracks for sure. Um, thoughts on Hendrix? I mean, he's a legend, man. Mm-hmm. Classic. Um, yeah, and the, the album in particular, I mean, I also listened to Electric Ladyland today and I found that it was, um, I don't think this album was entirely innocent of the length issues that also plagued Pearl Jam. Well, yeah, isn't like, um, Voodoo Child like 15 minutes long or something? It's a long, long. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, so there's the voodoo child and there's voodoo child slight return 
that concludes the album. And uh, yeah, the, the first one that's just Voodoo Child is like a 15 minute long song. Um, very impressive guitar work, but it is almost hard to digest in a sense. Um, but it, I don't think it's, it's meant to be something that you put on your playlist. You know, it's, it's meant to be a tour de force of the electric guitar. So yeah. it's like, it's, and I think if you were say that again, it um, seems like even if they were to cut it down, it'd be lacking, but it still was long the list. I think, um, you know, a lot of critics really, really love their, double albums i mean it to me like the white album's a double album exile on main street which the the stones album that everybody just goes ballistic for london calling by the clash that's a double album i think it's a higher standard i think double albums should be held to a higher standard and yeah maybe you do have three or four great songs on there how is that any better than three or four great songs on an album of 10 tracks as opposed to 20 yeah mm-hmm. um you know, that just means you have 10 more tracks that are meh to not good, um, which is, to me, I, I think, to the detriment of the album. I think Hendrix did better with his length than Pearl Jam did, although um, not not entirely um, innocent of that either. Um, of course, you know, I'm clearly a rabid collector of vinyl, and so I, I have a lot of stuff that is very... I, I consume music that way in many cases. And so I, I think of things in terms of sides, sides of a record and side one of electric Ladyland um, was excellent. And side four was excellent. Um, two and three were not bad, but not nothing to write home about necessarily. Uh, so I, I felt like uh, you could have trimmed the fat a little bit on that album and still been okay. It's a um, mediocre sandwich with really, really good bread. Oh, yeah. Man. I think that's a good way to yeah. put it. You know, you get artisanal bread from the local bakery and you put Oscar Mayer on it. Yeah. And right. Oh, and, and here we are, right? Um, but yeah, no, side one was, was excellent. Um, the song Crosstown Traffic. Did anybody happen to listen to that today? I think I got through part of it. Uh, hold on. Which one? It's very distinct. It's the uh, kazoo song. I think I did, yeah. I didn't. Shit. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, I think it's the third song on the album, and it's Hendrix playing a kazoo. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, 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 that, okay, well, go ahead. Oh, I just was going to comment on the bizarreness of a Jimi Hendrix song that features a kazoo. I um, I don't have Spotify Premium. I need to get it, but so I was on YouTube today trying to listen to the all the songs. And I think the I found wasn't actually like I I remember seeing Crosstown Traffic on like one of the playlists that I found, mm-hmm. but I was skipping around because I think the first playlist I found wasn't actually the tracks for Electric Ladyland. It was like a just like Jimi Hendrix Experience Greatest Hits or something like that. Even though it was Electric right. Ladyland, so. I think I may have missed that one. Um, um, but definitely oh, check it out if you uh, if you did because it it's fun and it's just pleasantly odd. 
Kazoos. Um, are fun. Then, then the side four also we had all along the watchtower, yeah. um, which is some people will tell you the quintessential Hendrix track. I, I don't think it is, but it's up there. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty good. I think Purple Haze oh, to me yeah. is the quintessential Hendrix I always think track. Of Lady, when um, I think of him, honestly, Foxy Lady is like my go-to Hendrix song. Okay. Um. And then uh, the Voodoo Child reprise that concludes the album is um, very, very fun also. Um, I think it's the most impressive uh, guitar work that I've heard of from Hendrix. Uh, and everybody loves to call him the, uh, the genius of the guitar. You know, I think that is the uh, prime instance of it is on that song. Um, but I, I did get the feeling too, um, you know, so he, he had three studio albums and one live album of original material that were released in his lifetime. And uh, Are You Experienced is usually called his best album. Um, Axis Bold as Love. The second one is sometimes kind of mediocre. And then there's Electric Ladyland and the live album Band of Gypsies doesn't get a lot of love. Um, so to me, this album was the, um, this album is more for Hendrix fans. Um, are you experienced is the radio Mm -hmm. stuff. That's how it felt to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like there was more of the kind of wackier extended jams, and stuff like that here, whereas Are You Experienced is tighter, more succinct, more radio-friendly. Um, I think it makes it a better album, but that's one guy. Yeah, but favorite. every big artist has to have their, like, ooh, true fans-only album with, you know, for the gatekeepers right. can have something to keep them busy, I feel like. Yeah. Right, of course. Um, that's kind of how I felt this this one was mm-hmm. positioned. Um. And, you know, people still call this an elite, a great album, but I, I mean, you know, everybody always likes to say, well, what could have been with Hendrix? You know, if he'd lived longer, how would he have been? What would he have accomplished? You know, I, I am a little bit bearish on that. Um, the, the album that followed this was the live album Band of Gypsies, um, because uh, right after this, the experience separated went their separate ways and uh, and band of gypsies was the band that he brought in to replace them and the album he did with them did not receive nearly the love that these did so it kind of makes you wonder how um critical his band was uh to everything he did that's true Mm -hmm. um uh, thoughts, feelings, opinions? For me, it's not much of a, a contest here. Yeah, not I, I had a feeling we might be going <laughs> that direction. Um, so if, if we have nothing further to add uh, about either of these albums, um, let's, let's go ahead and have our verdicts. We'll start with Charles. Well, for me, I, I'm not sure I'm the best person to 
be judging this because I've never been a Pearl Jam fan. I've never really listened to their stuff, but I've always really been a Jimi Hendrix guy. So for me, it's definitely got to go with uh, Electric Ladyland over 10. Gabe? I'm going to say Electric Ladyland. Emma. I'm going to say Electric Ladyland. I'm bad at listening to music in a vacuum for the first time, which is what a lot of Pearl Jam was for me today. And yeah, I was already more acquainted with Hendrix and I like him better from what I've heard today too. So, yeah. Fair enough. Leanne, your, your vote. Uh, despite my obligation to alternative music, I did like Jimmy's album better. It had better. And I say, I think I can, uh, I say screw with that. Go ahead, Charles. I say screw those people that say Jimmy can't sing. Yeah. He wasn't technically like a great singer, but I think his voice really suited a lot of his music. Yeah. I, I've never had any problem with his voice. I've always thought he was, um, as those guitar virtuoso guys go, one of the better singers. Yeah. Most of them can't sing for shit. So. I'm, I'm uh, going. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody, nobody loves Dylan for his guitar work. No. Um, Love they, you know, uh, John Hammond, when, when they signed Bob Dylan to Columbia back in the 60s, they, the executives weren't happy about it. They said, you got, you got a half-ass singer, a half-ass guitarist, and a half-ass harmonica player, and he's supposed <laughs> to be a superstar, you know? Um, of course, he turned out to be, but it is still oh, yeah. kind of funny to look Bob at it. Dylan's he's an excellent... Above everything yeah. else. Right. He excels for his lyrics. That is his deal. That is what he um, but, but, yeah, you know... Um, so I am going to concur with the, uh, the, the Hendrix vote there. Um, I think I probably have more of an affection for Pearl Jam than any of the four of you do. And I still couldn't put them over Hendrix here. Um, this is probably- I think their, their album was good. I think it was very much appropriate of its time. Um, but I don't think it stands the test of time in the way that, that Jimmy did here. I'd agree with that. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Gabe, we haven't heard a lot from you. Anything else you'd like to say? Um, I'm good. I'm just dealing with my boyfriend trying to play his rap music over. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, let me, let me oh, give no. you this. Um, Tell, tell him it's your homework uh, to absorb some good rock and roll now and again. Um, so, uh, you know, that I, I think. No, no, because you're wrong, Alex. No, I'm not. It's terrible. No. No. You are wrong. We got four people here that say so. Anyway, um, the. Um, <laughs> Alex, you need to calm. Um, T- tell him to play along with uh, with our bracket and and see where that leads him. You might learn. You might discover um, music because I'm making you listen to it. Uh, going to duke all over it. You didn't hear. You're not really going to get much of a choice. I like all kinds of music. Just not, not I'm loving this. <laughs> Um, so, so I, I think that puts a nice bow on, uh, on this week, uh, or, uh, on this episode rather. Um, 
So thank you guys uh, for, for coming to us today. And uh, tomorrow's contest will make two of you very, very happy. And you might just kill <laughs> each other. Um, tomorrow we have Billy Joel's Innocent Man album taking on David Bowie's Young Americans. Let's fucking um, go. <laughs> oh, so I, I suspect two of you are going to be uh, very happy at the start of the show and may never speak again by the end of it. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> and I apologize right, right. Um, and uh, so that wraps us up nicely here for the first match on Corona Cup Battle of the Bands. This is March 24th. And Electric Lady Land from Jimi Hendrix stomps Pearl Jam's 10, 5 to 1, or uh, 5 to 0, rather. Um, there, there were no votes in favor of Pearl Jam, uh, interestingly enough. Um, <laughs> absolutely. So thank you guys for uh, helping me out today, and I'll see you soon.